following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. God bless you guys, and thank you so much for coming out to worship with us today. We know many of you are home watching online. We bless you. We're streaming both services today, 9 and 11 o'clock. I'll be sharing with you this morning kind of a preparatory message to take us into this next season. And my friend Kevin Craig from Thrive Church of Popka. Kevin, would you stand up? This is Kevin Craig from Thrive Church of Popka, a dear friend of ours and friend of Word Alive, and he'll be sharing in the 11 o'clock service. And so if you'd like to double dip, you can do that. Uh, If we've got room, if not, watch online. We'll be streaming both services, and then we'll premiere them again if you have friends or family that would like to watch. I really believe Kevin's come with a word from the Lord for us, and so we're very, very excited about that. We celebrate our All In Alabama team. They're in Monroe County. Is that correct today? Or Hale County today. And uh, so this is number 60 out of 67. And so uh, it's pretty cool that we've continued to march on. Uh, It looks like we'll be finishing up in Washington County, which I thought was very interesting. I didn't know this history of Alabama. We've learned a lot about the history of Alabama as we've traveled the state. And we kept, you know, we didn't have any rhyme or reason or how they booked or the order that they came in. But it appears the last one to book and the last place will be is Washington County. Isn't it ironic? That's the first county that established Alabama. When this was a territory, not a state, the, actually the, the capital, it was a federal capital there, and it was the first capital of the state of Alabama. So isn't it wild? All of this goes through, and the place it started is where we finish, and I believe that's where God's going to release something powerful. And so... Uh, I know we've got a lot going on with this uh, COVID stuff, and we're still, you know, doing our best to to stay sheltered in place when we can and navigate this. But, uh, you know, I would I would hope that many of us make it make the journey down to Washington. We maybe can host it outside or something to make it safer. I don't know, but we'll be dreaming about that. I'd love to finish up this all in Alabama with a big old. Uh, rattle and roll down there in Washington, right? And maybe blow some shofars and make some music and uh, do a little dance and <laughs> get down tonight, however that goes, right? We'll do that down in the state of Washington and, and see, what, see what's happening down there. So we thank God for our fire teams that continue to march forward, even in the midst of all this, and continue to move in the state of Alabama. Uh, it's very prophetic, uh, as you know, and we've, I've been on the phone with my friend Chuck Pierce yesterday talking about the seasons, the times we're in. Our nation, we're coming up on a very important election, uh, you know, for our nation. And so it's just a very interesting time. 2020 has played out to be a very interesting year. And uh, right in the midst of it, though, it seems God just keeps blessing and God just keeps moving us and God just keeps helping us. And so can we just thank God that even in the midst of all this, God is continuing to show himself faithful on our behalf. So what I find it interesting then is that the season that we're in, this is what I want to share with you, my portion today is we're now moving back into another one of these seasons of God's cycles where God intentionally comes to us every year wanting to know, would you like to know me more? Would you like to be closer to me? 
Would you like to slip into another cycle of blessing? Would you like to have an expanse in your spiritual life? Would you like your family to get a little more situated and a little more put together? Would you like your health to be revived a little bit? Would you like your finances to flourish a little bit more? See, God comes every year around this time to say, would you like a little bit more of me than you had last year? And this is called uh, the 40 days of Teshuvah. And this word teshifah is a Hebrew word, repentance. And so this coming week, uh, we'll be slipping into this. I believe it's August 21st, uh, coming this week, is when we slip into the month of Elul, a biblical month, and we step into 40 days of teshivah. The concept of this is the king is in the field. And so the whole thought when we get here this time each year is God's available and we have access to God all the time. But there are, other, there are certain times on God's calendar that he's actually easily accessed, even more accessible than other times. Now you understand the scripture that says, call upon me while I'm near. And so there's a certain time of year that God really wants to get close to his people because he wants us to step into a new cycle, a new season of harvest uh, so that we can enter to his blessings. I had an interesting experience uh, this week. I had a couple projects going on around on the church property, and there was a place that's been barren, and uh, we'd just been trying to grow grass, and you know, and you can't grow grass, and so they finally said, you gotta get the right soil. We dumped a bunch of soil in it. We put the seed out. We covered it up with hay, but it was a kind of a larger piece of, piece of property there, and there was no irrigation. And so we'd done all the work. We'd done all of our, what we were supposed to do, get the soil, get the seed, get the hay out, whatever. But now it's almost impossible to irrigate it because it's far away from irrigation. And so now what we're doing is saying, man, we need some rain. So we've done our part, but now we need some rain. We can do our part, but we can't make it rain. All of a sudden, we started asking for rain, and this week, almost every day, if y'all been wondering why the rain came, it was because we planted grass here at Word Alive. And so almost every day, at some point, we've had some rain. It got so heavy, I, told, I called one of the guys, Dennis here, the worst, I said, Dennis, pray for rain. He said, I'm on it. He started praying, man, the wind blew up. It started torrentially. I called him back and said, back it down, just 50%. We don't want to wash the seed away. We just want it watered. But see... Yes, you can get educated, you can get a job, you can do the right things. That's our part. But then we need to rain. We need God to step in and do what we can't do. We'll do what we can do, but there comes a point every year we need God to step in and do what he can do. So look at somebody just say, God's about to step in these next 40 days. Tell them, God's about to step in. So the king is in the field, and that's why the Bible says, draw near to God. And God will draw near to you. Amen. So now we're slipping into 40 days of Teshuvah. We'll begin next Sunday. It actually begins, I think, Thursday or Friday, whatever the 21st is. But we'll actually start our 40-day journey on that Sunday. Why is 40 days important? 40 days in the month of Elul, this is all in the Bible. On Elul 1, Moses went on the mountain for 40 days. I think I got a slide about this somewhere. On, on, on Elul 1, can you throw that up for me? Do I have a slide? Okay. 
I hate that sign in there. Now it's this, it's going from this to, there's no slides. Is that what I'm hearing? I, I'm not satisfied with that answer yet. I just. <laughs> Is there actually no slides? What is it saying? One, oh, that's better. Okay, I was going to talk about SEC football for a minute. You know, they're thinking about playing the, the SEC football. How about that? Yeah. I heard that said all the other conferences aren't uh, uh, playing. And we said, we didn't even know there was any other conferences. <laughs> anyway, that got us off, but it's time of year. Number one, thank you guys for the slides. I appreciate it. First thing, Elul 1, Moses goes on the mountain for 40 days and gets instruction. So here's what you can expect in the next 40 days. It's a time for clarity, revelation, and to hear God's voice. And so look at your neighbor and say, this is an important time for you. Here's another thing. It's a time to repent. This is a little one that says Jonah was sent on a journey for 40 days to Nineveh to call a nation to repentance. I believe that not only, just keep the slide up, I believe not only is this an important time for us as an individual, I believe this is an important time for us as a nation. We're at a crucial time as a nation. We're kind of hanging in the balance. Uh, and, and, and I really believe it's crucial that we begin to really lay hold of God, not just for our life, but for our nation. I believe it's really hanging in the balance right now because God, and why is that important? We've talked about it. Why is America important? I know only 5% of the world lives here, but why is America important? Because I believe America was raised up as a redemptive tool in the hands of God to bless the world. Amen. And so well, our nation's going to pour it. Lastly, it's a time to defeat the enemy. On, isn't it interesting? Only little one, Jesus goes into the wilderness for 40 days and defeats the enemy. Some things are going to get broken that's been coming after you in this past season. Some strongholds are going to get broken. Some demonic attacks are going to get broken. So look at your neighbor right now and say, you're going to defeat the enemy in these 40 days as well. And so all of this simply put in a nutshell, next slide, it's a time to get clarity, return to purpose, and defeat the enemy. A time to get clarity, return to purpose, and defeat the enemy. The Hebrew word for what we want to accomplish is tikkun alam. Hebrew literally means repair the world. Repair the world. When we start looking at repentance, thank you, when we start looking at repentance, we've got to really understand what God's talking about. And we're learning a lot about repentance in this season. And unfortunately, most of the church we've, been, we've grown up in, repentance is our, called our personal, you know, our personal repentance. And that is somewhat a part of the process, of course. But, but real repentance, biblically, we've been learning is, is more about systemic repentance, corporate repentance, national repentance 
repentance, turning toward God as a people, as a nation, uh, as, a, 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 as a state, changing the spiritual climate and atmosphere of a place, moving away from curses into blessings, Re- moving away from uh, chaos into unity and purpose. And so we've got to understand we're not just talking about our personal call to repentance during these 40 days, but part of what God wants to do is use us to change the spiritual atmosphere and the climate of our spheres of influence. And so it's an important, important season. The first thing we'll do is we're going to be learning and teaching about something called prayer evangelism. This is where Jesus taught in Luke 9 and Luke 10. I'll be teaching on it in the weeks ahead. And that's where Jesus seems to be at one of the lowest parts of his ministry where he's given his disciples authority to cast out demons, heal the sick, and move in the supernatural. And they get into a situation and they cannot deal with a demon in a child. And Jesus comes on the scene and he says, you, you, you wicked, perverse generation, how long must I be with you? It seems a really low point. But what does he do? Jesus doesn't rebuke them and get rid of them. He empowers them again and sends them with another 70 with them. Sends them back out. Look at your neighbor. Say, it don't matter what's happened in the past. Just tell them, it don't matter what's happened in the past. That, don't you love the intentionality about God? I may have blew it last year, but Teshuvah's coming around again next year, and I get to jump right back in with God. I love this about God, that God's intentionally coming every year. If you didn't get all done you wanted last year, get ready. You get to jump back in this year. And so he sent 70 others, and he sent them, and he said, go, bless, fellowship, meet needs, and proclaim the kingdom of God. And it says, when they did, they saw Satan fall like lightning. When we begin to use the power of our mouths to bless and not curse, and and meet needs and not judge, and live the kingdom lifestyle, we will see Satan fall like lightning over our territories, over our neighborhoods, over our cities, over our states. Uh, You know, man, we've stirred up, I'm gonna tell you, we've stirred up some stuff. I don't know how many do the Facebook thing, but we have stirred up some stuff in some city politics around here lately, uh, and it's been exciting. I'm gonna do some Facebook uh, about it myself here in a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, they, they have stirred it. We have stirred it up. Why? Because everything that can be shaken is being shaken because we're about to see a kingdom released that cannot be shaken. So we got to step out of a church mentality. That's what God's doing. He shut the church down as we knew it so he could open it up as he wanted it which is to go out of here into our spheres of influence and begin to shift and change spiritual atmospheres. Over the next 40 days, the atmosphere of your home is about to shift and change in a good direction. Over the next 40 days, your neighborhood will begin to shift and change. Your community, your city, your county, we will begin to shift and change spiritual atmospheres. There's a million people that are now being placed on Facebook as ecclesias everywhere where a million people in homes in America between now and the election will be praying over America, shifting the spiritual atmosphere in our territory. And we are part of that. 
So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be learning how to bless and work with God to shift spiritual climates. This is what the Lord dropped in my spirit about repentance. When I started preaching several weeks ago about justice, and I began to release that word to you, and we begin to see all the prophets from Micah and, and all the way through, what does the Lord require? Right? He requires us to act justly, love mercy, walk humbly with God. And we begin to see, wait a minute, all these prophets, when they were calling for repentance, especially Isaiah 58, God was saying, do you think your fasting and religious ceremonies please me? And he really gets really pretty tough with his people. He's saying, do you think these things you do to try to make yourself pious in my eyes and, 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 and obtain my favor pleases me? He said, this is the fast I've chosen to loose the chains of injustice, to deal with the poor and the hungry. And he begins to move us in this direction, I believe, for justice. And so I felt like Holy Spirit really helped me this year as we get to testify to understand about repentance repentance, when John the Baptist, and I've said it, but I'll say it again, John the Baptist came preaching, and you're talking about a seeker-friendly church. John comes, and his message is, you, you bag of snakes. That's how he starts talking to people. You bag of snakes, you brood of vipers. Repent. And they said, how do we repent? He said, Repent, bear fruits worthy of repentance. They said, how do we repent? He said, if you got two coats, give one away. If you got extra food, share it with somebody who does it. So the fruits of repentance is not me and you just being sorry for our failures and our mishaps. Fruit of repentance is when we start acting justly, relieving the burdens of other people in our sphere of influence. So we're naming this year, Teshiva, 40 days of kindness. And we're challenging every person in our sphere of influence over the 40-day journey that we're going to take in Teshiva this year is every day attempt to release one act of kindness. And it could be to your spouse, to your children. It could be to your neighbor. It could be from getting your spouse a cup of coffee and bring it to them before they get out of bed. It can be blessing your child with something that they've really been, been looking to have. It can be, you know... I hate vacuuming, but maybe I could do that one day, you know. Uh, I just hate messing with the cord. If I could get a cordless, I'd be better. I hate the cord. And so, you know, it's just, but anyway, it's cumbersome. I hate that, navigating the cord, so I don't like to do it. But maybe I should do that. Whatever the act of kindness, you know, maybe bake a, bake a neighbor a pie, a cake, old-fashioned. Take them, you know, and bless them with, with that. Maybe pay a meal forward when you're in the drive through Or, man, I had a Holy Ghost encounter at Wendy's the other day. I pulled through the Wendy's drive-thru, you know, and the nice lady there, she seemed just a little off and down, you know, but sweet enough. And we ordered our, our food, and pulled, pulled, Bev and I pulled over to the parking lot to eat, and we're sitting there eating, and the Holy Spirit said, Kent, go back and give her $100. I'd got blessed with a little money, and I had $100 in my pocket. And you know how it is. I said, well, Lord, if this is you, Let a blue Ford Dodge pickup truck pull around the corner with 555 F234 on the tag, and I'll know, you know. You know, I didn't say that detail, but I was like, Lord, if it's you, let no cars be there. And I looked, there's three or four cars. I said, oh, that's not God. Right? Then I got through eating my sandwich, and I, and I looked, no cars. So I whipped around. 
I pulled up. She looked at me strange, like, why, like, why are you back? You know, like, she said, I said, Jesus wanted you to have this. She went, oh, Jesus. <laughs> she said, I just prayed this morning about a need I have. I can't believe Jesus would hear my prayer that quick and bring it here to me. And all of a sudden, her countenance changed. Her joy lit up. You know, this is how we change. Come on, somebody. This is how we change spiritual climates. Now, we could have set out by Wendy's and prayed over darkness, rebuked, bound and loosed. That's part of it. But an act of kindness breaks curses. And so it could be something like that. It could be whatever, however the Lord leads you. And it, it'll be great because what will happen is we'll be listening for 40 days for the Lord's instruction. So that'll attune our ears to him. And then we'll be distributing and, and doing acts of kindness. And we just want to blow Facebook. Don't you think the world needs good news? We just want to blow social media up with 40 days of kindness and just hashtag 40 days of kindness on every little things that we're getting involved in and seeing and seeing the results of. And I think God can do some real miracles during that. But not only that, I believe that it's important to nurture our own spirits. Not just others, spiritual atmospheres, but our own spirit. Blessing our own spirit. I believe we're living right now in, Rome, uh, in uh, Romans where it says the whole earth is groaning. Waiting for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. It's time for us to really begin to walk in our identity as who we are. But that only happens when our spirits get bigger than our flesh. And so I've taught this in the past, but it's worth visiting again, is the way to walk in the spirit is not to try to get rid of the flesh. The way to walk in the spirit is to enlarge your spiritual capacity. And I believe that's done from the Father's blessings on our spirit man. And so there's a book that I've been using over the last 10 years. It's called Daily Spirit Blessings. They're available in the bookstore uh, today. And it's 40 days of blessing your spirit from the Father's heart. And you simply get this out in the morning and you just, something along the lines of here's the way I do it. I just say, Spirit, I call you to attention and I cordially invite my soul to step behind my spirit and my body behind my soul. And today, I don't want to be led by my body or my soul. I want to be led by my spirit. And so now I nurture you today. I feed you just like I'm about to feed my body a little bit later. I want to feed you first. And so day one, I bless you spirit with identity and legitimacy. Spirit, your father made you special. You're a very special person created and crafted and designed by God, your father. He planned for you. You're no accident. Your father made you beautiful and beloved. God invested an incredible amount of effort and concentration in designing you. You are unique, one of a kind. God has thought extensively about you. He smiled on the day he created you and you got this body. 
He designed your spiritual heritage. There is a spiritual treasure chest of generational blessings with my name on it. I bless you, Spirit, in the name of God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And just speak to my own self. Let my spirit hear that and begin to grow. And it goes on, I bless you with knowledge of purpose. I bless you with life-giving relationships. I bless you with knowing that God fights for you. I bless you with a picture of your identity as God's child. I bless you with awareness of God's presence. I bless you with the joy of the Lord. I bless you as a citizen. And it's 40 days of just nurturing and bliss. This is what I believe true repentance is. Repentance is not forgiveness of wrongs. It's coming back to who you are. And let your spirit, man, did you know what? In 40 days, your spirit could experience a huge growth. Did you know what 40 days at the gym can do for you? It really can. 40 days at the gym can begin to transform your outward body. Right? I mean, if you're actually working out and not just sit at the snack counter. You know, that 40 days can actually transform Start to see a, you can see a physical change within 40 days. That can happen inside your spirit. Like your spirit can be more knowledgeable of God, more empowered, more strengthened. That's why God said, I pray you'd be strengthened in your inner man. Because Galatians says, if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I'm hoping in the next 40 days and praying that God begins to raise up some big spirited people in Word Alive that begin to walk in your purpose and your destiny and your calling and your gifts just begin to flourish and fully. I just go ahead now and call your spirit to the forefront this morning, those here on campus, those online, and I speak to you and I say, spirit, you are born of God, you are redeemed by God, you are holy, you are blameless, you are God's child, and you've got a destiny, you're here on the earth for a purpose, so I call you into attention today. I release a blessing of unction inside of you today that during the 40 days of Teshuvah, you and your father are going to flourish and grow and expand and increase and be empowered in the name of Jesus. Anybody receive that? And last but not least, we're going to blow these shofars. This is our 40 days to toot our own horn. And people don't realize how powerful this is. But this alone has the power to change your spiritual atmosphere. Something happens. It's so interesting how God designed something like this. And you, now we've got some of these in the bookstore. This is not like a real shofar like the admiral blows this is a derringer type you know that's to pull it out but it still works let me, let me see if i can run this is always a very scary moment that it could be somebody and when we do that we're reminding heaven and hell of who we're in covenant with 
that we are in covenant with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that's been blowing this sound for thousands of years. It is the sound of Jubilee. And the Bible says, blessed are those who know the joyful sound for they shall walk in the light of your countenance and in your favor they shall be blessed. Woo! So I dare you, I double dog dare you to get you one or put the app on your phone, hold it up and just put it in your atmosphere. Every day for 40 days, blow that horn. Toot your own horn. In the car, work. When you drop the kids off at the school, they'll think you're a little crazy. Just take your horn out, blow them over them as they're going out. It works. I believe Satan hates this thing right here because it says simply, our God is a God who provides. Whatever I need, he has already provided. And it reminds me of my covenant with heaven and it reminds the enemy of my authority over him because of the blood covenant in the shed blood of Christ which represents the ram caught in the thicket where God says I'm not the God who needs to be sacrificed to by your children I am the God who doesn't need sacrifice I am the God of sacrifice I'm sacrificing for you you're not sacrificing for me everything we need has already Jesus will not heal you in these 40 days. He healed you 2,000 years ago on the cross. This just reminds you of what's going on. There's testimonies that that sound can actually rearrange your physical body and bring health and healing. There's testimonies that this sound has released the abundance of heaven to come and bring supernatural resources. This sound actually, I believe, attracts angels. When you blow this sound, it gets heavens and angels start looking. Wait, where is that sound coming from? Let's go there. I don't know about you, but I would love to blow this thing and angels start trying to find where that sound's coming from and show up at my house during Teshuvah. All this stuff is where we're stepping into these 40 days. Nurturing our spirit, acts of kindness, which we're calling repentance, and sounding this shofar, I believe that us, along with the body of Christ, especially in the nation of America, will have an indelible impact on the spiritual atmosphere and things will shift and change over the next 40 days. Amen? Amen. Come on, stand up with me. Let's pray a prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Father, we want to celebrate, first of all, your intentionality. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm. Sound the wake-up call. You come every year to wake us up just in case we've fallen asleep at the wheel. You come to remind us of who we are. Remind us of who you are. Remind us of what you've done and what you want to do. 
And so, Lord, wake us up. Get us ready. And use us to shift and change the spiritual atmosphere and climate over the next 40 days as we step into Teshuvah. Or we just take a minute and dream what could happen in 40 days. 40 days, Moses came off the mountain with clear instruction. A future, a destiny. 40 days, the whole nation of Nineveh turned toward God and away from judgment. In 40 days, our Messiah defeated the enemy and came out of the wilderness in the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, you turn graves into gardens. You turn bones into armies. You turn waters into highways. You're the only God who can. And so, Father, we just ask you to motivate us, anoint us, and prepare us as we step into Teshuvah. Those watching online, these here, we ask you to rally us next Sunday as we step into Elul with first fruits to move in this 40 days and change our personal and our corporate atmosphere and shift from the church season to the kingdom season that you're leading us into and begin to legislate the heavens and see your kingdom come. So we simply pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it's being done in heaven. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Give us our daily bread. I got it backwards. Give us our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the glory, and the power forever. Amen, amen, and amen. Let's give the Lord a shout of praise in here today. This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.